That's a cool looking can. Yes, so I just opened, this is Listerman Brewing Company, and it is called the Stylistic Abomination by Gummies. That's oh, that's the one that you were supposed to give me and you haven't yet. Yeah, that's okay. why I brought it here tonight. Oh, yeah? So you can taste it. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's a really good name for a beer. Yeah. It's, what, uh, what is it? It's a juicy IPA. It's very good. A juicy IPA. A hazy, juicy, whatever you want. A Double. hazy, juicy? Yeah. Is it a hazy or a juicy? Because there's a difference. I think the answer is yes. Is it both? It is a New England double IPA brewed with... So it's a double IPA. Vixie, so it's neither Michigan hazy nor juicy. Copper. I mean, all of those things are... They're, they're not all the same. Driving they're roughly not the, the same. same. Yes. They're not. If you go to Triple Crossing, all their hazy, juicy IPAs are double IPAs. Okay, so it's a double juicy hazy IPA. Okay. You can have hazy without juicy or double. That's true. You can have juicy without hazy or double. Speaking you can have hazy, double without hazy or juicy. Speaking of hazy, I am currently drinking a Bell's Oberon, which my wife okay. brought back from Chicago. Hey-o. You can't get it in Richmond anymore. But it's... And I'm drinking tequila. <laughs> which is not. For some reason. If you're not paying attention, that is not beer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, this gummy bear beer or whatever it is that you're calling it yeah. reminds me a lot of the Falcon Smash. It's very similar. Uh, like the double dry hop Falcon Smash or the regular Falcon Smash? A Falcon Smash that I've had before. I think it's sweeter. It has than the Falcon same Smash. like really sweet. Yeah. It has like the same orange Whoa. juice. Yeah. It has like yeah, the same like, orange juice mouthfeel that I'm maybe I'm thinking of a different beer from Triple Crossing. It reminds mm. They had a bunch of. It's really sweet. They had a bunch yeah. of juicy IPAs that came out all at the same time. They had one that they made with the little. What are the like gummy orange rings? Uh, do you know what I'm talking? They're about? They're called orange slices. Not orange slices. It's like the the sour rate like orange and yellow rings. Oh like, oh oh! The ones that are like different colors on yeah, each side. Yeah, they're made by yeah. Trolley. Yeah, I know what you're talking. They about. made a beer with those, and it tastes like that. My face is wide-eyed and <laughs> confused. I forget what it's called, but that's what it tastes like to me. Okay. It's like it's like the same thing as gummy worms by Trolley, except it's they're rings. They're yeah, like I feel like everything rings. that Trolley does is just it's gummy just... bears, but different shapes. <laughs> you're you're the... right. It's, it's the same ooze in a different. Yeah, case. exactly. <laughs> and this one we put in a wax bottle, but we didn't cook it afterwards, so the inside is raw. <laughs> the big yellow ones <laughs> suck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So, would you care to talk about the 2020 Corvette? I would very much like I to would. talk about the 2020 Corvette. Pierce, yep. well, I am very curious as to your thoughts. I don't know why. Because you used to work on Corvettes well, okay. for a previous job. I mean, that's so, you, so you're a little bit more familiar with them than I am. Because I just know looking at the back of them at you know, yeah. the track because they're fast <laughs> crap. Um, well, here's the thing. Here's how I feel about it. I love it. First of all, I'll just say that. I think that it's exciting. I think that it is a perfect next step. I think that when they went from the C6 to the C7 and they changed, they went away from the four round taillights, which they've had from basically the beginning, I think yeah. like the second generation. The f- I, thought, no, I thought it was the 50s they had it too. Or, no, the, the, I think the C2 was the first year for the four round six. taillights. What year did that car come out? Oh, pfft. Second gen was the was the sixty. Okay, now we're getting into technical. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Fifty nine. Started 57. in fifty. Uh, it says origin fifty one. Fifty one. Um, I'm sorry. Production fifty three. Starts in fifty three. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, doesn't matter. Continue your point about the four taillights. You can send us an email at beerandbackfire at gmail dot com, 
to and yell at us. Yeah, to uh, make sure you use all caps. Make about sure that we do not care about. We know exactly how wrong we are about all of this information that we're about to. I think that when they went from the C6 Corvette to the C7 Corvette and they took away the four round taillights and everybody lost their mind. Everybody was so upset. I was one of those people. Really? I did not I still do not like the rear end even on the new one. Yeah? That's the only thing about the car I don't like. Okay. I sort of like I don't want to say I predicted, but when I saw that, I was like cuz they've been they've been talking about doing a rear engine Corvette since the 90s, right? Oh, I, I mean everybody's even, I been speculating. I think even before it. that. Probably. They've had concepts going back to like the 70s. Really? Yeah. Everybody's been talking about it since then. They had a rotary mid-engine Corvette concept. No. Yeah, okay. If you want to get real Was it a concept, really, it, even? Yeah, really? it was. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> it was. I mean, anything can be a concept. I could draw That's a lunchbox with wheels on it. That's why concept cars it's are an enormous car. waste of time. <laughs> but. but I think that when they changed the taillights, that was when like I really felt like the Corvette was evolving. Mm-hmm. It still had the stupid leaf spring rear suspension. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but it's antiquated. There are better things. Yeah. So that that leaf spring really acts more as like a really weird sway bar than anything else. mm -hmm. But the taillights, I think, was like the first sign of like they're thinking ahead. Yeah. You know? They're willing to make more drastic change. Now this Corvette is out. Uh, or not, it's not out. Obviously, it's 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 been revealed. Uh, it looks it looks completely different. Uh, it is completely different. It's a completely different car. It is the exotic car that they've always claimed the Corvette is, even though like not technically like not it's, exotic. It's still even always been really a muscle car because let's face it, it's never been able to put the power down. It's it's not a muscle car. What it is is the the. Working class man's supercar killing sports car is what it is. You can call it a sports car if you want to, but I always, I mean, like in my mind, a sports car. Muscle cars cannot handle, and Corvettes can definitely handle. It is a sports car, I would say. Yeah, okay. A proper sports car. It just has a V8 in front instead of like a six or a four cylinder. But it it also has, like even with the ZR1 with its like three, what, 385 rear tires. Never been able to put the power down to the wheels that it should have, or I'm sorry, to the pavement that it should have been. There is a popular mechanics article that I will be referencing several times during this discussion because it's very interesting. Okay. The The title of the article is 20 Things You Didn't Know About the 2020 Corvette. One of the items on the list is talking about how Talk to the, mic. the origin of the, the C8 mid-engine, current mid-engine car came from the development immediately after the C6 ZR1 came out. Okay. Because they ba- they basically they built that car and said, we are approaching the limit of mm-hmm. what this layout can do realistically. So they built the C7 ZR1 knowing that that was going to be their end point before they had to make the transition. That makes sense. I mean, it's, that's visible in a lot of the designs, the design features of the C7 Corvette. Yeah, that's what it, I was saying. Really. And it's probable that it, it took them that long. They, they, they could have put out the C7 as, a, I don't want to use, the, I'll use the term stopgap. That's exactly the word I was going to use. Yeah. Between, the, between the two. You know, but it's still a good car. The C7 is a great yes, car. Yes, I'm not saying is. it's not. And the Z71 outperformed the original ZR1. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Because that Z seventy one is winning uh, Grand Prix races. Mm-hmm. Mm. The class that it's in is doing fantastic. 
So, but arguably the C6 Z01 or, or ZR1 even is like the in like is kind of the pinnacle. Like that is one of the best cars that they have ever produced, in my opinion. Okay. You know what I mean? Just in general, like the you know with the the performance. The C6 or the C7. The C6. Oh. I mean the the C7 is is faster, yeah, bigger, yeah. and better. Blah 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 blah. But it kind of I don't know. It does. It's not the design. It was a stout lassy, and like it was it was so amazing. I've, like, I've never liked how the C7 looked, but we can get into looks. Later. I think the C6 was really like the last Corvette, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they had the same. They had the same basic body style all the way from like the C3 mm-hmm. up to the C6. Mm-hmm. And then the C7 was pretty drastically different. Well, the C6 architecture was a highly modified C5, yeah. basically. Yep. And the C the C5 was a pretty big leap from the C4. Yeah. I wouldn't really compare those two, but the C4 and the C3 weren't that different. Yeah, well they were they were the same as as yeah. the way that the C6 and the C7 are. Yeah. But this so the C8 now the new one that they just revealed the base model will do zero to 60 if i read this correctly in the article and i read it like three times because i wanted to make sure the base model will do zero to 60 faster than the c6 zr1 will the they have not released the base model zero to 60 numbers but the under three seconds claim is with the z51 package so what's that okay the z51 package is basically I'm doing this from memory I don't have it on my screen right now. It's upgraded cooling, uh, an aero package, upgraded uh, brakes, um, and a couple other things. Like it's uh, I think it may come with different suspension as well. But it's it is a package that will significantly impact that statistic. Okay, sure. So now we're not talking a sixty thousand dollar car. Now that's probably going to be a seventy five thousand dollar car. Well, which okay, is still so, a raging right. bargain for that. Perfect package. segue. Under sixty grand, which is the party, mind blowing. Yes, that is. I, I can't like even like. What does a Boxster cost? All right. I, I have. I made a list. Okay. Today. Today. Okay. So because the, let's just face it, the Boxster is like the shittiest Volkswagen that you could buy right now. Yes. So the C8 Corvette is priced at quote under sixty k. So let's call it fifty nine nine nine. Yeah, because that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So that's for for under six. Let's call it sixty grand. Yeah. For a base model, yeah, you get a car that will do that has roughly 500 horsepower and mm-hmm. a little bit less than that torque. And with the Z51 pack, it'll do under three. So let's call it without the Z51 pack three and a half seconds. I made a bunch of comparisons so, to other contemporary vehicles in its segment. First thing I did was I looked up stats for a C7 Corvette. Okay. So the C7 starts at 56,000. Ballpark okay. less right. than $5,000 difference. 460 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds. Still a pretty fast car. Mm-hmm. The Porsche Cayman 718 base model starts at 57,000, which is Ish, more expensive than a base C7 Corvette. But probably about the same as like what the C8 will be. See, it's, yeah, a little bit ballpark same. Right. And as soon as you add one option to it, you're now at $75,000. Okay. So it's the Porsche Cayman is a 2 liter <laughs> turbo with 300 horsepower. 0 to 60 in 5 seconds. 4.9. 5 seconds. Wow. So for the same money, you're getting a car that's like a billion times faster. Yeah. Yes, it's not going to have as nice of interior, and it won't have that little Porsche badge on the front. But, I mean, look at the thing. It's freaking gorgeous. And you won't have to wait three months for it to show up either. And it won't break down. 
<laughs> well, I mean, well, it might. theoretically, it, yeah. it shouldn't break down as much. And you won't pay twenty thousand dollars more for an option that takes things out of the car. Yes, yeah. true. <laughs> like you will on a Porsche. Do you want? You want to pay? You want color matched AC vents? That's five grand, please. No that's a real option on the human. Yes, wow. you can get those AC vents color matched in the car. That car... I could do that with uh, Plasti Dip. Yeah. I, right, here's another good one. Sorry. The I, base Porsche 911. No, I want to hear what Corey has to say. No, no. I keep trying to sidetrack side or derail the conversation, but this is good, so okay. I want you to continue and just ignore okay. it. So once again, the C8, 60 grand, 500 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 3-ish, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more seconds. We'll call it 3 seconds. We'll call it 3 seconds, maybe 3 and a half. The base 911 Carrera that you can get, the most basic 911, starts at $91,000. Mm-hmm. Three liter twin turbo flat six, 370 horsepower, zero to 60 in four and a half seconds. For 40 grand more, 30 grand more, that's insanity. It's, it's. The only other one I have is the Alpha 4C, because I figured, you know, what other mid engine, relatively cheapish sports car can right. you get? Alpha 4C does have that really pretty cool carbon fiber monocoque, which you can't really get. And it looks else. unlike any other car. I and mean, it looks if really If I had good. to pick but one, But it's going to break down literally every five seconds. Yeah, but the Alpha does look the best of all the cars that we're talking about this right is, now. Yeah. $67,000, so it's a little bit more expensive. Okay. But it's a four-cylinder, isn't it's it? It's a 1.75 yeah. liter four-cylinder turbo with 237 horsepower. It has, it has less horsepower than a 1995 JDM MR2. People. So it's a rear-engined Miata, really. Mid-engine, but yes. Well, okay. Zero to sixty in four point one seconds, which is pretty quick for that little motor because okay. that car weighs nothing. Does it? But still, uh, all those contemporaries in that same performance bracket or price bracket, the Corvette is like by yeah. far the best the best dollar for the performance. It's so like everyone in the world was expecting all the performance numbers to be what they are. Nobody was expecting well, the price. I will say that, like, literally at the beginning of the week, because when I had heard that the C8 Corvette reveal was going to be this week, I went and looked at what the known features and, like, and the information was, the known information was. Literally everything that I read predicted that the car was going to cost at or over $100,000. Yep. Just based on what we didn't even know at the time, but what they had speculated. And all the features they guessed were pretty much right. But yeah, the price is so cheap. So much lower than than what even like they had hoped that it would be. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. What I'm... we need to know, what I, what I really want to know now, is how much it's going to cost to support. Mm. How much is an oil change going to cost? That was going to be one of my questions to you because you were you've talked about on this show before changing the oil on a dry sump Z06. Yeah. Well, this so this car is factory base model. All with the, the dry all sump. of them come with yeah. the dry sump, which yeah. is very interesting. Yeah, very cool. I have seen there's pictures that people have taken at the reveal where they had like cutaway models and stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, they have the oil filter itself is super easy to get to. All you have to do is remove one underbody. It's still bit. the same basic LS engine that they've had for yeah well, twenty it's, years it's now. An LT. Yeah, you know? but it's the yeah. same. It's a Chevy small block. Yeah, but like. I, I don't know how hard it would be to to get to the... I don't know what else you have to do to drain a dry sump system, but I would imagine it would be still relatively simple to do. The The actual tank for the, the oil, re, oil reservoir for the dry sump system 
is like a big plastic tank that sits on the front of the motor between the motor and the firewall. Hmm. And it looks like everything's pretty easy to get to. It also looks like that's going to be the first thing to break that you're going to want to replace with a metal part because it's all plastic and the fill tube is really long to get to the oil filler. And that's going to just snap off right in. It's It's crazy how many, like I work on all new cars now basically and just everything is just all plastic oil pans. And cooling All the oil pans are all plastic. All like the the radiator unions and stuff where you have like small lines coming off is all plastic. It's all plastic. It's It's crazy to me. But what I mean, though, is that, like, I mean, take, for example, like, a Bugatti Veyron. This is literally, like, the opposite end of the spectrum extreme example. But don't you have to, like, remove the engine to do a service to that? Uh, it depends on the service, but I don't... I mean, I think modern supercars, like, even, like, exotics, like, Ferraris and stuff, mm-hmm. are way easier to work on than they were in really? the past. Like, modern Ferraris are much... You don't have to do engine-out services anymore, really, on Ferraris and stuff like that. And this is still just a Chevy small block V8. It's just yeah. in the middle. Well, I mean, that's what I'm hoping that it's going to be like a basic oil change still, because that's really what West Virginia does, right? Like, you know, it's going to be sold at Chevrolet dealerships around the country. Yeah. And they're going to sell a butt ton of them. Yeah. So yeah. you have to be able to drive it into wherever and be able to expect that they can do an oil change. I One would, would hope. I would imagine it's not terribly... That's what I'm, that, but that's what I'm saying right now. Like, that's what I want to know. I want to know, is it going to cost me... Is it going to cost me $80 to do an oil change, or is it going to cost me $800 to do an oil change? I would. I can't imagine that they would make it that crazy on a, on, on a car that's going to sell on this volume at this price point. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it would be that crazy. Because, like, it's it's not apples to apples, but consider, like, going from a Corolla to an MR2. Like, you're, it's the same kind of idea. Front engine okay. versus moving that drive but that was in the middle. literally meant to be an economical sports car. So is this... No, this is literally an exotic of. at this point. This is well beyond the limits of At 60 grand, typical... it is not an exotic. No, but the performance, I mean... Yes, I agree. But because of the price the perf- point, they're selling so many more of them, they have to be able to work, be workable, on, work on the bull. <laughs> Easily serviceable. There you go. I understand what you're saying, but the performance specs that it's that they're giving us right now launch it far beyond sports car territory. Yes. It's not a sports car anymore. This is the exotic that it's always been classified in at on Need for Speed and Gran Turismo. Can you imagine the next ZR1? No. Like, like 750 I mean, horsepower? I, no, thing? because it's going to be bonkers. <laughs> it's going to have a... Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna have a hood scoop. It's gonna have the NSX hood scoop that like the Type R had, where it like comes out over the roof. That would be cool. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wicked, and it's gonna be amazing, and I cannot wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna have huge rear tires. It's gonna be all wide body. Oh, I can't stand it. And have you? Oh, so they also teased the convertible too. Did you yes. see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about the that. But did you see that the target top fits in the trunk? Yep, That's barely. Barely. Nothing it's, else it's does. It's at like a weird angle. Not the trunk, the hood. The... No, it's the rear trunk. It fits. No, it, it doesn't. Yes, really? I saw. I watched a video. I watched oh. all of the videos. Oh, I did not watch that video. They, they, you take the top off and you set it kind of vertically in the rear trunk, and it kind of leans forward and clips in. Oh. So you can't fit anything in the rear right. trunk when it's in there, but it fits in there. So you watched the video then where. Like they had like they had it out and everybody was like shh, 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 taking pictures of it and everything and they were talking about it and it was like red and it was spinning around and everything and then the dude was like and it's gonna cost he was like talking about the zero to sixty on he's like and it's gonna be under sixty thousand 
And like, did you see this video? I didn't see that the, one. Like the only thing you hear for like the next three seconds is everybody like just losing their minds. <laughs> like, like there's like, there's like a half second of and like, and then everybody's like, ah! and like it, the cameras are going crazy and everything. It was, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Man. It's, it's everything that everyone was expecting. And then the price point just makes the car so much more yeah. appealing. Cause it's like, I could afford this car. If Not I sold really. literally everything that I owned, I might be yeah. able to afford a down payment and then have it repossessed after three months. But God, I want one so bad. It's, and it doesn't, it doesn't, um, let's see. I don't love the way it looks, but it doesn't look bad. Right? Okay. So I think it looks a little bit too much like whatever the Ferrari is that's out right now. The, um, the, f yeah, I know. Um, not. The 488. I sure. I don't I know. I don't know either. I don't care. But the, I think the front end actually, to me, from certain, I guess from like the, fr if you're looking at it from the front, not at an angle, the front to me looks like a C6 had a baby with a C7. Kind of. Because it's not as ridiculous looking as the C7, but it, it's, it's got, I don't know, something about it reminds me of a, a combination between the two that I like better than the C7. Because I really like the C6. I don't much care for the C7. And this kind of hits a middle ground that I really like. I don't think it looks like either one. The grill that it has underneath... I mean, the grill is literally a foot and a half longer on each side. It's really weird looking underneath that... Like where the paint ends yeah. and the black stuff for the grill yeah. begins. It's kind of a weird transition. Um, I don't... I don't agree with you. I don't think it looks like either one of the C6 or the C7 at all. I, I really honestly I think it looks almost exactly like the like like a Ferrari um, Modena comes to mind I don't know why but what does the Modena look like let me pull that up real quick um, I just I know that there was a Ferrari that looks exactly like what this Corvette looks like right now four, this is the 488 which is fairly that's, similar that's fairly similar yeah. because uh, it's got the divided grill it, and it, the headlights but it has the top. it has the grill that goes all the way around past mm -hmm. like the headlight peak. I can see what you're saying. Um, and like into what I would call like the fender, right? Yeah. Um, where, which is where the Corvette has always had the fog lights, like in the corners there. So the grill has always been like confined to the space between the fog lights. Right. Are there actually fog lights on the C8? I, I don't, don't actually know. know if I paid attention I to know, that. They had to widen it out a lot because it has two radiators in each, one, one radiator yeah. in each corner. And also, it's going to be right-hand drive now, too. Yeah, as an option. Which mm -hmm. is... Really cool because now Jeremy Clarkson won't have anything to complain about. Yeah, I, don't, I think. He Shout can. out to Jeremy Clarkson. I think. I think he. Who, likes... if he actually listens to this, I mean, I'd just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, he's always liked the Corvette more than me. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But he's always like every time he's in a Corvette, he complains about the fact that it's not. Well, maybe he drive. should stop living in one of the three countries well, on know. earth that drive in the world. <laughs> but the metric system, Jordan. Oh, God oh man. I, Move to Germany. They drive on the correct side of the road. I still don't understand why we don't use the metric system. We do. Because it's a murder. But, like, like, what do you call it? Uh, universally. Yeah, we, sh we should. It makes math way easier. Yeah, I'm not, seeing any, I'm not seeing any fog lights. But, I mean, I'm just looking at the reveal pictures, and they're taken from, like, 3,000 feet away. So, here. What do you think of the... So we, yeah, it's the same picture I'm looking at. We've talked about the front end... Mm -hmm. See this. this yeah, right all here, the pictures that I'm this seeing right here looks like a C6 to me. The the headlights into the nose looks like a C6 to me. 
Because the C7 is the headlights aren't so much like horizontal; they're much more raked and vertical on the C7. Yeah. So maybe that's where I'm getting that from. I mean, I kind of see. All right, yeah. So the ridges around the like the fenders. Yeah, I, I get that. I see what you're saying there. Uh, like the high fender points, mm-hmm. right over the wheels. The, a lot of people are complaining about the general like side profile. They're like, it looks like a Ferrari. It's like every mid-engine well, car has that side it profile. It looks exactly the same. Because, I mean, you look at a Ferrari, an NSX, anything mm-hmm. with a mid-engine configuration looks like that. Yeah. So it's arguably not a Lamborghini, but... Or a 944. 944s are not mid-engine. They're not mid-engine? They're front-engine. No, I'm sorry, not the 944. What's the one? Um... The, the Carrera GT? The 914? No, the... 914? the 914? The old... Oh, yeah, the bus-powered one? Yeah. yeah. Bus-powered. Yeah, yeah, it's a Volkswagen bus. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, okay, correct. yes, correct. I'm sorry, yeah, the Volkswagen-powered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I... That car doesn't look like anything other than... That's okay. true. It's that, that, maybe like in uh, yeah, no. Triumph? I don't know. Nothing looks like that car. No. It's just a square. Yep. That's so cool. So I did you see? Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't really care for whatever this little detail is at the like at the, the bottom rock, of the door. At the bottom of the door, the rocker panel. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know. That's. Like, have you seen? Okay, brake ducting. The sure. The, no, but I mean that's what they claim. It I don't know. Is. It probably, I, it probably is. you're probably right, but I don't particularly care for the way that looks in the, this back. I, I've not seen as many pictures as probably the two of you, but just from this angle, it looks like the back is just gonna look. It's like really wide. Italian E. Well, it has Have to. you not seen pictures of this much? Not, okay. not a whole lot. I don't think that it looks. I, I do. I do think that it looks um, a lot like a Ferrari. Sure, and I agree that it has to. I mean, you, yeah. you have to have a certain shape to put the motor back there. I, yes, I understand. And I think that Lamborghini is really kind of crushing yeah. it in the fact that they're the only company that doesn't look like all the other mid-rear engine cars. That's what I'm saying. Their cars are. A class above, and they always yeah. have been. Well, I don't know about that. It's, They're all Volkswagens now, so it's that's a bit of a leap. But no, okay. it's the facts. We've been talking about the front end and the side. Can we talk about the rear end? What do you think about that? Because that's the only part of the car I don't like. Well, it looks exactly like the Camaro. That's it looks why exactly, I don't like exactly it. like yeah. the current generation Camaro. Yeah, it looks like they stole those headlights and the taillights. Taillights, excuse me. Yes. Um, um I agree that the. Uh, it doesn't. That does not look like a Corvette to me. No. Well, but that's I, again I the point. I understand. Just, I don't think that it needed to look so much like the Camaro. It's tall. I mean, again, it has yeah. to be, yeah. but it's tall in the rear, which is there's enough room there to fit in the rear trunk. The rear trunk is deep enough to fit two sets of golf clubs on top of each other. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Or the target top. Right. So there was a, apparently a five-piece luggage set that was designed for the C7 Corvette. Mm-hmm. Can you go back to that picture? Sorry. I'm trying to pull up a big version of it. Gotcha. The C8 Corvette's cargo space was intentionally designed to be able to fit the same set of luggage between the two spaces. So Interesting. literally everything that you could fit into the C7, you uh-huh. can also fit into the C8. One of the only things I don't particularly care for about the rear is the exhaust. And it's on the outside of the car. And I don't really know why I don't like that, but I really think it ought to be in the middle. Because most of the Corvettes of the past have been... In the middle. In the middle. Mm-hmm. And 
It's so far to the outside of the car. It's to fit around that huge luggage space, I'm sure. I, I under... Yeah, I because guess there's, so. There's a, that huge, I guess, like, diffuser-looking thing in the middle, which looks like it could have spaces on either side for an exhaust outlet, which I agree would, I think, I think it would look better in those spaces, but obviously yeah. they're restrained by packaging. Yeah, I just... I Can you imagine having four tailpipes across the center of the car right there? That would look yep. real, real good. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, it just... Yeah. I the, agree with you. It's not my favorite. The, and the, I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm kind of just seeing this picture yeah. for the first time. And even though the space for the license plate is like, why? Why is that so gigantic? I don't because it's fit, it, because now they're selling it in right-hand drive market. That so makes sense. Fit the plate. That makes sense. I guess. I guess. I. I just. I should have been. Like they should have done something different with that space, and it should be down below that body line there. I really hope those grills between the taillights and the exhaust pipes are functional mm. because on a lot of modern cars especially hondas have those and they just don't do anything yeah. and they look terrible so yeah. i really hope they're actually functional absolutely on absolutely. this car i would imagine they would be i'd hope so or at least they're there as provisions for the zr1 yeah. package also know. this these these press photos are all of Z51 equipped package oh, cars. Okay. So that rear spoiler is a Z51 package okay. spoiler. Okay. Stuff like that. So potentially less Ferrari e if you take that spoiler away. Possibly. What I actually don't get as much Ferrari from the side profile. What I really get a lot of is the current NSS. Yeah, absolutely. A I, lot. I was going to say the rear half especially. I was going to say the exact same thing. Um, it again, it has to be proportioned this way because of the because of the layout but it looks short short like bottom to wheelbase. top oh, wheelbase. wheelbase yeah the wheelbase it's, looks short and the corvette doesn't doesn't have a particularly long wheelbase yeah. but it looks long because of the way the car is designed i think i think it's i don't think the wheelbase has changed much but i, I know it probably looks shorter because the cabin is pushed so much farther forward sure where you're sure. now the you know the front axle is like where your feet are as opposed to in previous Corvettes where you're almost sitting on the rear axle. Right. And again, it probably has to be that way. It, it definitely has to be that way. But it feels less Corvette-y because of that reason. That's, and, I can see that. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm, it's yeah. just what we were talking about earlier. This is the progression. It's different. And, and we had reached the limit of what front rear platform mid-rear mid-front rear platform yeah, could a front, really... a front engined corvette yeah. even if it is low and technically front mid yeah that's what i was saying about the c set or i think ah you know what i don't even remember but i think it was the c7 corvette uh zr1 had something like 385 profile tires on it they i mean just, just simply to try to put the power down to the pavement, and it still couldn't. But yes, I, to, that's actually you... in that in that article that I was referencing earlier. Here's a quote, if I if you guys don't mind. Mm-mm. The quote is from I, I don't it doesn't say who it was, but it says when we were doing the C6 ZR1, which had 638 horsepower compared with the C6 the Z06's 500. Six, yeah, the C6, the original. So power. Yeah, it's a lot. That's why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that's that's a C6. The C7 has over 700. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were saying it wasn't very late in the program until that we were assured we'd have a quicker 0 to 60 time over a Z06. Yeah. Because 
You've got an extra 133 horsepower along with a supercharger adding more weight on the nose, making it harder to get that horsepower to the ground. Mm-hmm. On the eve of production, Michelin came out with some tires that were stickier, and that's how we got to yep. lower the 0-60 zero, the zero to 60 time. That was actually when the... Uh, it was either the tire or the wheel design like changed for the first time in like 40 years, where they had to create sort of like a um like a ribbing right like a bead locker almost no but it was like a um it was just sort of like a little rib that went like a i think it was in the tire i think i think the michelin tire thing is what they're talking about here where there's like there's literally like little tiny ribs in the bead of the tire that just help it to stick to the wheel more because the wheel was spinning inside the tire yeah inside the tire yeah i'm at that power level i'm not surprised yeah i i I knew a guy that had a C5 and um, he still has, I think, actually C5. Uh, and he, he had to buy tires at one point and I think it cost more than my Miata to put tires <laughs> yeah, on Yeah, I believe it that. It was like, it, I think it cost him like two grand or something like that to put no. tires. Mean, well, installed maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. Yeah. Tires but, are not cheap. For, I, no, but especially like for wide like, ass tires like For that. like, you know, nice-ish then, tires, you know. And then to install tires on a Corvette is not a simple process. Right. So it probably he probably had to pay like extra labor costs uh, too. It just like blew my mind. Yeah. You know, he, he he eventually he didn't even do that. Like that was just like the the, oh, quote, wow. the quote or whatever. Yeah. He went on eBay and bought a set of wheel and tires okay. for less money than just doing the tires. Just yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. And then just sold his wheels and, you know, yeah. recouped some of the Okay. <laughs> so there That's are... one way to do it, I guess. There are several pieces on the C6 that are a that are made out of high pressure die cast aluminum, like the like sections of the frame and like the strut okay. towers are all one huge die cast aluminum piece. On which one? The C, the new one. Okay. You said C6. Oh, I'm sorry, C8. That's... Sorry, okay. the current yeah. Corvette, the right. new one. Little factoid: GM got zero bids from suppliers to produce the C8's high pressure die cast. Aluminum structural parts. Wow. These parts are too exotic and will be required in too much volume for anybody to handle, so they just figured out how to make them themselves. Okay. Sidebar. There is a YouTube video. Um, I'm going to find the, the title of it so I don't mess it up. But it is about... Um, is that a box hole? That's the test mule. Of what? the new Corvette. Of the new Corvette. Whoa, right. dude. It's is called that... Blackjack. Oh my! That's gosh. fantastic. That is Why didn't they make that? Are they gonna make that? That's the car I would Dude, buy. Right? Are you f-ing kidding me? We're cutting all of this out. That's amazing. Holy! No, we're not gonna cut this out. This is amazing. This is. We're sorry for the swears. I apologize. Yeah, that's why I didn't really want to bring it up because it's just a picture. But it's basically a Vauxhall. The the. It's a it's a Pontiac G8 GXP, but the Vauxhall version, which I can't remember the name of. But it's cut in half. It's got two doors and it's got, it's amazing. It's, it's, they turned it into the, the mule for the mid-engine Corvette and it looks absolutely ridiculous. I am speechless. This is the, Greatest I mean. Greatest thing ever? Yeah. I'll be right back. I, my, let me see. There the are words in my brain. Let me see the picture again. I, um, love mid-90s era styling. The... Look at the door. The door. I'm like everything shape. about this is oh, fantastic. It's so good. The Gumpert Apollo, the first oh generation Gumpert Apollo, to yeah. this day, I knew exactly where is you were my going. number one car. 
Past that, I have no idea. I don't have a number two and number three because there are so many different cars that would interchange slots depending on my mood. The Gumpert Apollo has always been my number one because it's iconically late mid-90s styling. It's a supercar. It's fantastic. This might take over that spot for me. It, this is it's, amazing. It's a similar style, and I understand how you got from one to the other. It, it's, a, it's a Holden Maloo. Yeah. It's a Holden Maloo with the VXR front end, huge wheel arches, a closed bed, and a massive spoiler. That's amazing. This is so good. Yeah, that's really good. I love everything about this. Continued in part two. I'm actually going to be in Torrance, which is slightly south of LA. It's down on the ally. I can't. I'm so like, all right. I feel feelings. I'm not mad, but I'm like, unfortunately unhappy with myself that I have to do that now. Ally. Ally. <laughs> he said, what's that about ally? <laughs> I just watched through the whole thing again. Did you? Yep. Same. That's the second time. I want to watch it again a third time before the new season comes out. Y'all should join the Letterkenny posting group on Facebook. I am. It's oh, yeah. wonderful. Insta uh, on yeah, that was... Facebook? Oh. As soon as I found the Instagram account... Yeah. <laughs> no I didn't went on no, Facebook. No and contacts joined Letterkenny? Three, yeah. I joined like three different Facebook groups about did, it. Too, did you see... Great. Did you see the one on Instagram today about Area 51? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. I don't remember that scene actually. Like I literally just watched through the whole um, mm -hmm. show again, everything yeah. that's on Hulu. And I don't remember that scene. They've got like tickets in their hand. What was that for? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Alright. I don't know. Um, but it's good. It's so good. And I'm so happy that a new season's coming out. Do you guys think that she's gonna say yes? Cause I think that Cause like they threw in that like you know the the mind twister with the, his other girlfriend, the first one, the black girl that was so hot, back in the third season, where like the one that read books constantly. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, what's her name's cousin? Uh, oh man, why can't I think of any? Gail. Gail's cousin. Gail's cousin. Yeah. Whose name is something that I can't, I can't remember, remember right now. The guy who does the impressions. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> that's but his, the cousin that he was dating. Yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. And she just like broke up with him, and he went after. Tannis. Tannis, who is like, who's hot, but like, ugh, like, That's she's kind of that girl that like. She's too much to deal with. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I was mad about that. I still am. I watched it again. And I was mad about that the second time it happened. Was, I knew it was happening, was and I was like, at the end. I, I, it's been a while since I watched the third. The uh, Quebecian. What's her name? Oh Quebec? man. Oh yeah. Uh, the French girl. Yeah. And she's awesome. I like her a lot. Yeah. So if what I'm saying is though, I think that they're gonna make it so that. They're gonna do the show to where she says no or whatever because Derry, uh, that his girlfriend, his French girlfriend, broke up with him. Mm -hmm. So that was upsetting because I, I like Derry a lot. Mm -hmm. um, he's probably my favorite character, honestly. The yogurt enthusiast. Yeah, <laughs> which they haven't done since like season two. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They're that, missing. Was, that was a really funny bit. It was so funny. <laughs> um, for for but like, both both of their names are like Mary something, Mary hyphen something. Mm -hmm. Right, like Mary Ann like or Mary no. Sue or something. Like Mary, that. no, I don't know. The the tall blonde one is uh, it's it's like a one syllable name. I can't the tall remember. blonde one. The one that oh, Derry's girlfriend. No, 
Wayne's girlfriend. Wayne's girlfriend? No, her name is definitely hyphenated. Is it? Yep. Oh, man, it's been a while.